Welcome to Cultivate Connection, a weekly Bible-based meditation podcast, giving you the skills to carve out space, experience peace, and grow your relationship with God. I want to welcome you here today. If you'd like to learn more about Cultivate Connection, you can go to cultivateconnection.com. So grateful for all of you who are a part of this community, those that reach out, send in testimonies, such a huge blessing. Also, those of you who've partnered with us and sent in donations, we so appreciate all of your love and support. So we have spent the last several weeks in a long series where we've been just meditating on the miracles of Jesus. We're going to shift gears here a little bit as the season of Advent is upon us. We're going to take the next four weeks to look upon these themes of hope, peace, joy, and love. So before we jump into today's meditation, we are going to need your help. I want to draw on you, the community, because the series following our Advent series will be one that we've done several years in a row called What's Your Word? This is a series we like to do annually, most often at the beginning of the year. Many of us have a practice every year asking God for a word or a theme for the new year. If this is something you haven't done before, we're actually going to have a meditation on the 29th of December where you can take some time to meditate with God and ask him to give you a word for the new year. For those of you who have already asked and prayed and have received that word from God, we would love to hear from you. Because what we do is we take the words that God has given you, and we put them on a list, and then from that list, we'll select certain ones, and we will actually create a podcast, a meditation, based on your word. So it's one of my favorite series that we do each year. And so if you already have a word, or if you start praying about one and get one, I want you to send your word into hello at cultivateconnection.com. And that series will begin January 5th in the new year. All right, so let's start today's meditation where we're looking at hope as our first week of Advent. I'm going to be taking actually a devotional. It's called Come and Behold Him. It's an Advent devotional from Dr. Brian Simmons from the Passion Translation. And we're going to be basing our meditations over these next four weeks on this devotional. So as we begin, I just invite you to settle in. Let's begin to engage with our breath. Begin to notice and even participate with your inhale and exhale. Acknowledge the breath in your lungs. That breath that gives you life every minute of every day. It comes from the source of life. See if you can begin to drink in just a little bit more. And you notice the nourishment comes from the breath. 
Just notice how you come into this space today. Taking a moment just to check in. Not trying to present yourself in a certain way, not trying to prop yourself up or make it something you're not. Can you lay down your ego, preconceived ideas, who you think you need to be or who you failed to be and just come? God, thank you. I pray today that you would touch every heart listening. That you would cause each heart to overflow with gratitude. That they would be filled with you, the source of life. That your energy and your vibration would fill them, drowning out the sound of everything else, the noise, the busyness, the striving. God, will you bring hope today? Will you fill us with your hope? The kind of hope that causes us to believe you are who you say you are. The kind of hope that causes us to believe the impossible God who makes things possible. That hope, that expectation that you truly are coming, that you have solutions, that we can trust you. Bless every heart to be open and to receive what you have today, God. Lead and guide our steps. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Open up our eyes to what you want us to see. So today I'm going to read through a scripture from Psalm 80, verses 1 to 7. Then we're going to take some time reading through the devotional itself and then a little bit more scripture. As always, giving you room and space just to sit, to be, to meditate, to allow the Lord to touch your heart. So as I read this psalm through the first time, just be present with it. God enthroned, be revealed in splendor as you ride upon the cherubim. How perfectly you lead us, a people set free. Loving shepherd of Israel, listen to our hearts cry. Shine forth from your throne of dazzling light. In the sight of Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh, stir up your mighty power in full display before our eyes. Break through and reveal yourself by coming to our rescue. 
Revive us, O God. Let your beaming face shine upon us with the sunrise rays of glory. Then nothing will be able to stop us. O God, the mighty commander of angel armies, how much longer will you smolder in anger? How much longer will you be disgusted with your people, even when they pray? You have fed us with sorrow and grief, and made us drink our tears by the bowlful. You've made us a thorn in the side of all the neighboring lands, and now they just laugh at us with their mocking scorn. Come back. Come back, O God, and restore us. You are the commander of the angel armies. Let your beaming face shine upon us with the sunrise rays of glory, and then nothing will be able to stop us. Reading those same verses again. Notice what is drawing you in. God enthroned, be revealed in splendor as you ride upon the cherubim. How perfectly you lead us, a people set free. Loving shepherd of Israel, Listen to our heart's cry. Shine forth from your throne of dazzling light. In the sight of Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh, stir up your mighty power in full display before our eyes. Break through and reveal yourself by coming to our rescue. Revive us, O God. 
let your beaming face shine upon us with the sunrise rays of glory. Then nothing will be able to stop us. O God, the mighty commander of angel armies, how much longer will you smolder in anger? How much longer will you be disgusted with your people even when they pray? You have fed us with sorrow and grief and made us drink our tears by the bowlful. You've made us a thorn in the side of all the neighboring lands and now they just laugh at us with their mocking scorn. Come back. Come back, O God, and rescue us. You are the commander of the angel armies. Let your beaming face shine upon us with the sunrise rays of glory. And then nothing will be able to stop us. I'm going to take some time to slowly read through the devotional. It's called Nothing Will Be Able to Stop Us. Throughout history, even during Christmas time, the Church of Jesus Christ has cried out to God during times of persecution, decline, and internal strife. Under the Roman Emperor Nero, Christians suffered immense persecution, being burned at the stake to light his courtyards, crucified on crosses lining Roman highways, and murdered in the Colosseum to delight the Roman citizens. They cried out, Why, Lord? During the 2nd through 5th centuries, the early church experienced intense internal strife because of false teachers bent on warping the message of Christ and his church. Leaders like Arrhenius, Athanasius, and Augustine all asked, Why God? During the Middle Ages, Muslim hordes butchered and ransacked Christian towns, churches, and holy sites throughout northern Africa, the Middle East, and much of Europe. And the collective body of Christ wondered, why? Then, during the Great Awakenings in the 18th and 19th centuries of America, the likes of of Jonathan Edwards, George Whitfield, and D. L. Moody cried out to God to revive the churches and her members, wondering why 
the city on a hill of religious freedom known as America had become watered down. More recently, Western churches are mourning their demise and praying for a restoration of the great times of the past. The worldwide church is asking the question the people of God have asked for millennium. Why, Lord? The same was true of Israel's story too, which Psalm 80 represents. This song of lament was a prayer members of the tribes of Judah offered up to God. They were in decline. They were in trouble. They had been rejected by God because of rebellion. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? And so the people of God got on their knees and sang or said this psalm as a prayer, asking the loving shepherd of Israel to listen to our hearts cry. They wanted him to stir up your mighty power and break through and reveal yourself by coming to our rescue. They longed for God to revive us, to let your beaming face shine upon us with the sun rays of glory. Because if he did, then nothing will be able to stop us. This same song and prayer was probably on the lips of Jews living in Palestine under Roman occupation 2,000 years ago too. They were in decline, in trouble. They hadn't heard from God in nearly four centuries. And they were waiting for the anointed one, the branch man, the son of your love, the son of man who dwells at your right hand. God promised this one would come to save them, rescue them, and put them back together again. And guess what? He did. The branch man did come to revive and rescue, but not just Israel. For as Luke wrote, the Son of Man has come to seek out and to give life to those who are lost. Luke 19.10 All the lost, not just lost Israel. As the church looks around this Christmas season, we may feel like Israel felt. We're in decline. We're in trouble. Our nation 
needs restoration. While we could pray this prayer along with Israel, the truth is, God fulfilled their heart's cry and ours. The promised branch man came in full glory and power to reveal God, rescue, revive, and restore us. And because he did, nothing can ever stop us. Not even the power of death will be able to overcome the church. How is God giving you hope right now? going to read our scripture one more time. See how God has opened your eyes. God enthroned, be revealed in splendor as you ride upon the cherubim. How perfectly you lead us, a people set free. Loving shepherd of Israel, listen to our hearts cry. Shine forth from your throne of dazzling light. In the sight of Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh, stir up your mighty power in full display before our eyes. Break through and reveal yourself by coming to our rescue. Revive us, O God. Let your beaming face shine upon us with the sunrise rays of glory. Then, nothing will be able to stop us. O God, the mighty commander of angel armies, how much longer will you smolder in anger? How much longer will you be disgusted with your people even when they pray? You have fed us with sorrow and grief, and made us drink our tears by the bowlful. You've made us a thorn in the sides of the neighboring lands, and now they just laugh at us with their mocking scorn. Come back. Come back, O God, and restore us. You are the commander of angel armies. Let your beaming face shine upon us with the sunrise rays of glories. And then... Nothing will be able to stop us. 
Is there an area when you look around you feel like it's in decline? Like we're in trouble? Somewhere we need restoration, especially as a nation. Can you invite the God of hope into that place? Remembering God sent the solution, his son. He made a promise he would, and he did. Into the darkness he sent his marvelous light. What is the hope that you need today? What is your heart's cry? Where do you need to see God's beaming face shine upon you with his sunrise rays of glory? God want to show you by his spirit, by his power, you are unstoppable. I want to bless you. I want to bless you with an Advent prayer of hope. That the commander of the angel armies, in the midst of when things may seem hopeless, may he remind us this Christmas season that God, your branch man, the son of your love, 
and the one who dwells at your right hand has come, has come in full glory and power to reveal, to rescue, to revive and restore. I bless you to enter into this in Jesus' name. Amen.